Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, episode 551. This episode's recorded a few days later than than usual, but that's okay. It gives us uh, some extra news to read, so that's cool. It's uh, September 19th, 2023. Welcome. Alright, just making sure that everything's going good. Looks good to me. Alright, cool. We have four news articles on the board right now. Let's go ahead and see the first one. It is this week on Crypto Twitter. Uh, and the second one is Celsius Executive Pleads Guilty. And third is Shark Tank Web3 spinoff Ruffles Crypto Twitter. It's called a scam. And the fourth one is Bitcoin Metaverse token coming from Animoca Game Studios. Yes. All right. So before we get started with that, let's go ahead and plug in the coin tree. I do appreciate those likes, those subscribes, those follows, and those comments. But if you want to take it to the next step, you can donate some via crypto, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Dogecoin, Litecoin, and a bunch of other cryptocurrencies if you would like. Or you can follow us on pretty much any of the main podcast platforms, pretty much all of them. Uh, just search for C3 Media or Blockchain John or Cryptocurrency Chat and you will find the podcast. The one platform that I would recommend the most is going to be Fountain.fm. It's the third link below. And that's because you can earn Satoshis for listening to the podcast passively. So check out Fountain.fm, listen to the podcast, earn some Satoshis. Why not? It's free Bitcoin, right? Uh, follow us on Nostr if you want to donate Bitcoin Lightning. Here's the Lightning address right there. And with that said, follow us on Twitter, Twitch. I am live streaming right now on Twitch. And hang out with me on Discord. I am on Discord every single day. All right. For, let's go to the markets. Check out the markets of the day. Let's see where we're at. Mm-hmm. And the market cap currently is at 1.1 trillion dollars let me say that a little more actually it's 1 trillion 112 billion dollars how about that up by 0.6 percent and the bitcoin dominance is at 47.4 percent and ethereum is at 17.7 percent and the gas is currently at eight guay not bad not bad not the best but not bad okay bitcoin is at number one of course at $27,026, up by 4.3% in the past seven days with a market cap of $526 billion. And number two, we have Ethereum at $1,633, up by 2.8% in the past seven days and a market cap of $196 billion. Number three, of course, is a stablecoin, Tether, at $0.99, cents, up by 0.1% by in the past seven days. At a market cap of $83 billion. And number four, we have BNB at $215. And it is up by 2.8% in the past seven days with a market cap of $33 billion. Number five, we have XRP at $0.51. Cents. It is up by a good chunk, 8.6% in the past seven days. And a market cap of $27 billion. Number six. We have USD coin, another stable coin at 99 cents, down a little bit by 0.1% in the past seven days, and a market cap of $25 billion. Number seven, Lido staked Ether at $1,632, up by 2.7%, with a market cap of $14 billion. Number eight, we have Cardano 
at 25 cents up by 3.6% in the past seven days and a market cap of $8 billion. Number nine, we have Dogecoin at six cents up by 2.5% and a market cap of $8 billion. And number 10, whoa, what is this? Toncoin. Okay, it looks like Solana got bumped down. Now we have a new 10th place, Toncoin at $2.51 with a whopping gain of 34.7% in the past seven days. Wow, that's crazy. In a market cap of $8 billion. Wow, 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 wow. That's crazy. Ton coin. Yeah. All right, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10 for the day. All right, let's move on over now to the crypto news of the day. All right, first news article this week. Let me get some water here before I get started. Water break. Okay, this week on Crypto Twitter, Idris Elba falls flat. And are we near the end of Binance? Ooh, okay. For those who keep an eye on crypto prices, it was yet another fairly uneventful week as market leaders Bitcoin and Ethereum and most other leading cryptocurrencies barely budged. Among the top 30 cryptocurrencies, Stellar's XLM was the only one to post notable losses. Last week, XLM rallied 10% off the back of a tweet promising something cool in 10 days. Lo and behold, 10 rotations of the earth later on Tuesday, and Stella delivered a high-budget commercial with Idris Elba. While the production is faultless, several saw it as a piece of non-news. Contrary to the team's intention, XLM's price has dropped 11% since last week. Evidently, it was all too tempting, a case of buy the rumor, sell the news for investors to pass by. On Monday, Bitcoin fan Udi Wertheimer warned a customer of Swan to pull out their money after he noticed that a hack recently targeted the Bitcoin exchange's stash held by Fortress Trust. Many felt that the hack explained Ripple's sudden acquisition of Fortress. Here's a tweet from Udi. Confirmed, Swan Bitcoin's custodian Fortress was hacked. Customer funds were lost. Ripple had to step in and acquire Fortress to cover customer losses. Did Ripple just bail out Swan? Why is the Swan team silent about this? Anyone anyone with funds at Swan should withdraw immediately. Well, thanks for the update, Udi. I don't use Swan. Um, but yeah, anybody that does, there you go. That's actually some really good information. All right, James Lapp, CTO of self-custody solution Casa, pointed out the discrepancy between Ripple's native and uh, narrative, excuse me, narr- Ripple's narrative and fortress, fortresses. And here's a tweet from James Jameson Lapp. OMG, what a flaming dumpster fire. Can't believe anyone trusted them after how they screwed up Prime Trust. Ouch. Ripple, which now owns Fortress, says there was a loss of funds, even though Fortress explicitly said there were no funds lost. Alright, continuing on, CZ announced that he was donating $3 million to Moroccan Binance users for the earthquake-stricken Marrakesh Asafi province who completed their proof of address before September 9th. 
And here's a tweet from CZ. Our hearts, our, our hearts go out to the people of Morocco. Binance to donate $3 million MBNB to users in Morocco. We stand by our we stand by our users in times of need. Stay strong. Journalist Matthew Russell Lee, who tweets as Inner City Press, was present of the sentencing of OneCoin co-founder Carl Sebastian Greenwood. OneCoin was a $4 billion scam enticing people to invest in a cryptocurrency for a blockchain that didn't exist. Lee live-tweeted some choice moments from the trial for his followers. The judge sentenced Greenwood to 20 years for fraud. And here is a tweet from Inner City Press. Uh, a USA Foley, Greenwood did it to fund his opulent lifestyle, a sunseeker yacht. Judge replies, what was he doing before? Foley, 2014 in early fraud, uh, big coin with uh, Ignotova, one coin was worse. It used L MLM. More Ethereum spot ETF applications keep coming in every week, says Bloomberg ETF analyst James Seffert. His colleague Eric Balkunas then provided a breakdown of the current state of play. Here's a tweet from Eric. Re-live ETF filings. There's now 15 ETH futures, 12 spot Bitcoin, 3 spot ETH, and a pair part partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> yeah. On Tuesday, Google Cloud engineer Sam Padilla was very excited to share a teaser about his company, company's new collaboration with interoperability protocol Layer Zero. Google's cloud is now Layer Zero's default Oracle operator, meaning dApps on the protocol will have their transactions automatically verified using Google Cloud. I don't know if that's actually a good thing. I, <laughs> I, I would like to see more decentralization, but... Yeah, no. Muy malo. Crypto analyst Adam Cochran offered a stark glimpse of the future of Binance this week. The exchange, which is currently facing litigation from the SEC for a litany of alleged security laws violation, turned heads when the CEO of U.S. Arm, Briar Schroeder, resigned on Wednesday amid news of new round of layoffs. He was replaced this weekend by former Ripple SEC and First Reserve Bank man Norman Reed. Here's a tweet from Adam. I've been saying if Binance blows up, we'll be fine in no time. Got a tip that I, I've not yet been able to fully verify, but I would lean towards it being true on. And if it's true, I'll be a longer, there'll be a longer, more painful ride than I thought. Hmm. Continuing on, Safer tweeted more bad omens for Binance on Thursday. Here's another tweet from James. Well, this cannot be a good sign for whatever is going on with Binance. H slash T. Alright, so this is reporting. Binance.us legal risk executives leave the crypto yada yada. Key risk legal executives leave in Binance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we did actually read that. Okay, speaking of layoffs, Super Rare CEO John Crane had announced his own on Friday. Here's a tweet from Super Rare John. Very sorry to share that today, but we had to let go of a number of valued Super Rare Labs team members and friends. Everyone who has been a part of the journey has been instrumental in our success, and we thank you all. It actually sounds pretty bad. I didn't see any good news in there this week. 
<sighs> sometimes you get some good news, sometimes you get some bad news. It is what it is. Hakuna Matata. Alright. Continuing on. Ooh. So I'll say this actually hard. Hold on. Let's go back. That first article was written by. That was written by Tim Haki. All right. This news article is this next news article is written by Navish Navish Rustigi. Celsius executive pleads guilty, agrees to cooperation in case against CEO. Uh, Roni Cohen Pavone, 36, a former executive of, uh, at Alex Mashansky's bankrupt crypto lending platform Celsius Network, has pleaded guilty to four criminal charges per court documents shared by Inner City Press. Cohen Pavone faces a combination maximum term of imprisonment of 65 years over charges relating to market manipulations of a security in the sale token and wire fraud. Along with this prison sentence, Cohen Pavone will be required to make restitution in amount to be specified by the court. His sentencing date is set for December 11, 2024, before the U.S. District Judge John Codel in Manhattan. He will continue to be on bail until that time. Conan Pavone reaches agreement with the U.S. Attorney's Office. Uh, according to court documents shared by Reuters, the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York has accepted Cohen Pavone's guilty plea. The U.S. Attorney also reached an agreement with Cohen Pavone for his cooperation in the case against Mashensky, with an understanding that no testimony or other information given by the defendant will be used against him in any criminal tax prosecution. Prosecutors may recommend that Judge Cuddle take Cohen Pavone's assistance into account during, sent during his sentencing. Cohen Pavone served as Chief Revenue Officer at Celsius and reportedly received about $3.6 million in payments from the firm. He was arrested on July 13th as the co-accused in the case between the U.S. SEC, CFTC, and FTC against Alex Mashensky on charges related to market manipulation, securities frauds, and wire fraud. On September 11th, Mashinsky submitted a court filing arguing to dismiss the Federal Trade Commission's case against him entirely. His lawyers argued that the allegations don't demonstrate that he knowingly made false statements to fraudulently obtain customers' information from a financial institution. Oh, Alex, Alex, Alex. You're... You don't realize, Alex, you're going to be sitting there right next to SBF. Both of you guys. For a very, very long time. Next news. This one, okay, the first two were provided by Decrypt. This one's provided by B in Crypto. All right. This one's written by Shradha Sharma. Shark Tank Web3 spinoff ruffles crypto Twitter feathers. Judges called scammers. All right, let's see here. This, uh, the, the, the Web3 spinoff of the iconic Shark Tank series started a Twitter debate after the episode's preview titled Killer Whales, Sink or Swim Crypto Pitches. The show intended intends to promote crypto and other Web3 startups. However, a Twitter users are divided over the panel of judges who some have boldly labeled as scammers. Web3 TV shows begin filming in June. The Web3 show show mirrors the popular Shark Tank series, 
known to have its local versions in very in various countries. Uh, Killer Whales boasts a worldwide broadcast of over 55 countries through major streaming platforms, including the Hello TV app. The judges compromise personalities from various domains, including names like Athena Group founder Mario uh, Nofal, music maven uh, Ila, the producer, business, businessman Anthony Scaramucci, crypto banter media founder and VC Ran Neuner, Big, uh, BitGets managing director Gracie Chen, comedian Kevin Sonne, blockchain security expert Yevhenia Brosheven, Web3 analyst Alex Finn, crypto trader Wendy Altcoin Daily co-founder Austin Arnold, and Aaron Arnold, and entrepreneur Cordell Brodus. The show has promoted its panels as experts with diverse backgrounds and expertise in the Web3 world. However, the star-studded pick to review the potential of Web3 startups has not pleased everyone. Concerns erupt for the judges' panel. Crypto influencers Chimp did not hold back condemning the show as literal AIDS and labeling the judges as crypto grifters and scammers. His critique stuck, struck a chord with some. Don Alt expressed concern asking where the industry went wrong to produce a show like this. The, influ the influencer quipped, quote, I thought something like this would take 10 generations of incest to be produced, but apparently 10 years is enough. Meanwhile, Web3 businessmen are also actively getting a platform in other countries. Thailand, Kashi Korbank, for instance, has launched a $100 million Web3 and AI fund to tap into the internet economy in Asia Pacific. The region is expected to reach $1 trillion by 2030. Conversely, India has seen a decline in the number of new startups in the sector. It signifies a massive drop from 261 startups in 2021 to just 12 half through 2023. What? Really? Wow. Funding has most mostly dried up and regulatory uncertainty keeps the business businesses slow, as per report. And that's it. Cool. Let's move on to the next news. I actually I have not seen Killer Wells. I've heard about it. Just never bothered to watch it. I don't really care about <laughs> any startup projects. I think I am happy. Actually, I'm. It's not even a thought. I am very happy. Just huddling Bitcoin. All right. Last news article we have written by Pedro Solimano this one's from decrypt.co Bitcoin metaverse token coming from Animoca game studio crypto gaming and metaverse investment giant giant Animoca brands has unveiled plans this week through one of its subsidiary companies to launch a first-of-its-kind metaverse ecosystem token on Bitcoin via the ordinals protocol that is is cool game studio darewise entertainment aka life beyond studios in animoca subsidiary aims to create an all-encompassing metaverse ecosystem built around bitcoin ordinals a protocol that lets users inscribe nft like assets to the blockchain and create brc20 tokens on bitcoin the studio's metaverse plan includes gaming brand integrations 
real-world experiences, and more. Darewise is the studio behind Life Beyond, an upcoming metaverse game with NFTs. It will be the first game to implement the newly announced Bitcoin-based metaverse token for in-game assets, virtual lands, and more. And here's a tweet from Life Beyond. We have exciting news. Darewise Entertainment, the builders of Life Beyond, have just revealed its strategic engagement with Horizon Labs to launch the first metaverse ecosystem token on Bitcoin. To create the upcoming Bitcoin token, Darewise collaborated with Horizon Labs, the company that helped develop the smart contract and token strategy for 8Coins, the Ethereum-based token tied to the Board Ape Yacht Club NFT project. Life Beyond previously, Life Beyond has previously released gaming NFTs on Ethereum scaling network Polygon. Quote, I'm very excited for our Life Beyond Studios to be pioneering the use of Bitcoin ordinals. Animoca brand CEO Robbie Jung told Decrypt. Jung added that continuous innovations is a hallmark of the Web3 industry, and with the emergence of ordinals on the scene this year, it's only fitting that Animoca would try to push the envelope in their application. Ordinals inscriptions are digital assets that are digitally archived <coughs> are digitally archived to a single Satoshi, the smallest denomination of Bitcoin, one one hundred million. BTC. Although trading activity around these virtual artifacts is down in recent months, new products are continuously surfacing, including a social graph and another planned Bitcoin metaverse ecosystem. Quote, we're still in the early, early innings, but the potential for Bitcoin to become more than just a store of value is immense, said Benj Benjamin Charbit, co-founder and CEO of Darewise Entertainment, in a statement. Animoca Brands is a major player in the metaverse space and has invested in hundreds of companies and projects, netting a $5.9 billion valuation as of September 2022. The company also published publishes various NFT-based games, including the Ethereum metaverse game The Sandbox. Animoca recently raised $20 million in funding for its new metaverse project, the Mochaverse, one of many such gaming initiatives under its umbrella. Jung clarified to decrypt that the Bitcoin Metaverse token is separate from the Mochaverse, although Life Beyond Studios are part of the project. He added there will be further collaborations between the AAA universe they're building and the wider Mochaverse. And that is it, Cryptonauts. We are done. <clears throat> so, with that said, Again, if you appreciate the content that I'm pushing out, make sure to leave a like, subscribe, a follow, and a comment. I appreciate that stuff. So, with that said, until next time, stack sets and huddle. Adios.